0: Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. I cannot believe you guys talked me into this episode. This is not the way I like to operate. I like to celebrate the wins. I like to avoid the losses. You guys know that's the Dan Bespris method. We don't take chances on draft night so that we can avoid possible pitfalls. So then a show like this, it feels like I'm clowning on anybody who took a cha- a chance. But that's not what this is. It's not. It's because I did a show about uh, a month ago on the best picks of the year. And a bunch of the folks in the chat room and in the comments were like, now you got to do the worst. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. And then they said, yes, you do. And I said, no, I don't. And they said, you, come on, man, do the thing. I said, all right, fine. So we're doing the worst picks of the year today in this little one-off episode. Maybe we'll do another one of these at the end of the season. I want to keep it light. This should be with levity. This show is not to make fun of anybody who ended up with these these people on their teams. It is not to make anyone feel small for taking a chance and ending up with someone like one of these players on their teams. This is so that we can laugh about it. As it happens, as it happens... I don't have that many of these guys in the old man squad. But that's the thing. We get a few of the hits, not all of them, but we get very few of the colossal misses. That's the old man way. You don't take massive chances because you don't want to lose your season on draft night. So I don't want anybody to think that this is like me clowning on other people. It's not. This is by request. We're going to have a little fun. It's going to be silly. We're going to laugh, I hope. Maybe cry a little. Anyway. uh, Welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. I'm Dan Vesperis. This is the worst picks of the season as we approach the trade deadline. I figured this was the reasonable time of year to do it. You guys already know who the number one is, but we're not going to start at number one. We're going to start at number three because there are three of them today. And number three is... Scoot Henderson, yeah, yeah. Um, There are some good guesses, by the way. If you're watching live or even in the comments section, I would love to hear more opinions on this. Uh, In the chat room, someone already mentioned Andrew Wiggins as a possibility, and yes, he was very much close. He is not number one. He is not number two. He is not number three. Scoot Henderson is number three, and I wanted to make an example of of a poor rookie on this, because I thought, look, if I can take anything out of this show, and if I can impart some kind of wisdom, it's don't spend a top 100 pick on a rookie ball handler. It doesn't work. Scoot Anderson had an ADP of 96.7, which effectively makes him an eighth rounder, and his per-game rank on Yahoo right now is 373, which is... A not very subtle way of saying you're better off just taking zeros out of that roster slot. Better off taking zeros. Scoot is averaging 12.2 points, 3 rebounds, 4.5 assists, 0.6 steals, and 0.3 blocks with 3 turnovers. 78.5% free throw and 37% from the field. You have to be punting about 8. Out of the nine categories for Scoot to be a net gain, the one you would not be punting would be the 4.6 assists. This does not preclude Scoot from having a good second... Uh, well, it's less than a half now. How far along are we today? 56 57% through the year. So this doesn't preclude Scoot from having a decent last 40% of the year. I would venture to guess that he'll probably have a pretty good last 15 to 20%. But so far... He's in the top three because you spent an eighth round on it. And I get it. You're like, well, come on, eighth round, what does that even really mean? Well, uh, I have bad news for all of you. It means a lot because the other guys with an ADP near that point, which I think, let's see, we'll pull this number up here and uh, make sure we get the the names right, that you could have drafted around where Scoot went, and again, 96 and change, Um Oh, there we go. Now I sorted it right. D'Angelo Russell, Jonas Valanciunas, Jabari Smith Jr., Keegan Murray. I mean, you can go way farther down the board and find some very juicy names. Uh, Trey Jones, who's picked it up here lately. Again, this is 96. These are guys that go in eighth round or thereabouts. Uh, Derek White was at 87. Austin Reeves, Mark Williams before he went down. Jalen Duran at 93. Tobias Harris at 90. I know this, it can feel a tiny bit overwhelming. Where the hell's Daniel Gafford in all this? Isn't he somewhere in this mix? 100. Daniel Gafford was at 100.8. So this was not a throwaway pick. And that's why I don't feel that guilty about putting Scoot on this board, because it wasn't so far down the list. It wasn't like pick 125 when you're starting to get into the dregs, and you're like, well, you take a shot, whatever happens, happens. Scoot was earlier than that. Scoot was right in there with Gafford. Ahead of him. Ahead of him. I got two people in the chat room right now saying he went in the sixth round. Ahead of Jalen Williams. Ahead of Anfernee Simons. Thank you to one more poster, and I know I'm interacting a lot on this one because I'm trying to I'm trying to make it fun. This is an interactive one. I we we're gonna have a good time. Uh, Kenji points out, yeah, I mean these are guys that I yell about not drafting rookie ball handlers, but again, so like this one, I uh, <laughs> this guy in the chat room, they're talking about me. He writes, "Scoot ruined my life." <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Um, So this one I thought I could impart a lesson along with it. The lesson here is you just don't take a shot on rookie ball handlers inside the top 100. You don't do it. I had Chet Holmgren on my old man squad board, and I explained in excruciating detail why that one is so different. And then Wembenyama is just sort of his own universe of pick, but... You don't want someone who is at the mercy of a horrible field goal percent or extremely high turnovers unless there's going to be something that's so over the moon about them that they can wipe that out. And for most of these guys, it isn't the case. Some people in their minds, they think back, they're like, oh, yeah, Trey Young, didn't he have a good rookie year? No, he was dog-due through February. He got really good the last month and a half. That's like your best-case scenario for these guys. Number two will surprise a few of you, and it is Josh Giddy. Some good guesses in the chat room. You haven't, I mean, you guys all know who number one is. But number two, I think this is the one that's going to surprise a few people. No one's really noticed how bad Josh Giddey's been this year. But I want to make sure you all notice it today because Josh had an ADP of 58.9. That's a fifth rounder. And he's currently ranked number 167 in nine category leagues. On 24 and change minutes per ball game. his minutes have gone down. His production has gone down. He's been largely healthy, so at least I guess there's that, which you can't actually say for Scoot. He missed a bunch of time earlier in the year, so at least Giddy's been healthy. But I wanted to try to avoid putting guys in uh, this list, this top three that were... Punt type guys, and Scoot's not a punt guy. Like I said, you'd basically have to punt eight categories for him to be a winner, and for Giddy, you basically have to punt seven. He is sub league average in scoring, threes, steals, blocks, field goal percent, turnovers by a little, neutral in free throw percent, and a slight positive in rebounding and assists. That's not a guy you're trying to get in the fifth round. That might be a guy that could, like, say, okay, well, I, maybe I can build a little bit around this if I draft him at, like, 130. But that ain't going to fly in the fifth round. Notable players who were going around Josh Giddy in the draft this year. Brooke Lopez, Franz Wagner, Jalen Williams, Rudy Gobert. You want to go farther down the board or farther up the board? Either way, you're going to feel terrible about it. Up the board, Jared Allen, Alperin Shengun Nick Claxton, OG Ananobi, who's now getting going. This was, I mean, listen, I don't think I have to convince you guys that someone you're drafting inside the top 60 was a throwaway pick. This was like a critical fifth-round guy. This is where, who else went in the fifth round? Scotty freaking Barnes went in the fifth round, people. Like, you could have had a first-rounder here. Tyrese Maxey went in the fifth round, people. Admittedly, they were towards the front end of it, Giddy was towards the back end, but you catch my meaning. This was not a throwaway moment. This is a guy that people were hoping would give them top 50 production, and he has been outside of about a week and a half, like two weeks ago, not playable in nine category leagues. Not really playable in points leagues either. Like, if you drafted him in points leagues, you're like, well, you know, at least his turnovers, percentages, they'll hold him down, but other stuff is going to be good. No, the other stuff is not very good either. Even if you wipe out those three, you still only have two positives left out of the remaining six categories. That's not good enough. Now, this was another one uh, where I thought this was a relatively easy handicap and a totally different reason than the Scoot Henderson one. That one was an easy handicap because rookie ball handler for Giddy. It was like, look, all these guys are getting better around him. Where exactly is the extra stuff going to be happening? for Giddy. Is he going to be running the team? No, it's going to be Shea's team. Jalen Williams was going to do more. We knew Chad Holmgren was going to come in. He was going to do a bunch of stuff. They had other dudes that they were just adding to the mix. So I thought like best case scenario was Giddy repeats what he did last year, which was like 115-ish range. Okay, fine. Not that's like borderline startable, uh, but not a guy you take in the top 60. By the way, more guesses coming in in the chat room. I want to try to address those as they come through. Walker Kessler, no, not on the board here. Because as annoying as he's been to roster, he's not even remotely close to as far down the board as these guys. Kessler's number 81. He's a seventh rounder who was drafted in the fourth round. Not good, but not a team breaker the way that these names have been. Because Scoot, you, you spend an eighth round pick on it, you you hurt your team. Giddy, a fifth rounder that has not been startable. And finally, the number one that we can all laugh about together. Yes, everybody knows where this is going. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, who is making a strong case to be labeled the worst player in the NBA. And it's not because he has less talent than other dudes in the NBA. It's because on a nightly basis, I just can't think of players who make more bad decisions than Jordan Poole. He's played in 45 games so far this year, and I can count on one hand the number of times I thought eh, Jordan Poole looked like he knew what he was doing today. He's averaging 16 and a half points, two three pointers. You're like, oh, okay, Dan, then we're getting somewhere. 2.2 rebounds in starters minutes, 3.4 assists as a guard in starters minutes, a steal, okay. 0.4 blocks. I don't actually even know where those came from, but you'll take them. 41 percent, pretty good volume from the field. 87 percent at the free throw line. That was supposed to be his saving grace, but he's only taking three of them a game. Ranked 170 with an AZ ADP of 47.5. A message from the chat room says he can create his own shots. He just can't hit a single one of them. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the chat room, by the way. (laughs) This is so good. I can't put them all on the screen, and I can't read them all fast enough, but you guys are awesome. This is exactly what I was hoping for from this show. Let's just all have a good laugh about it. I am eternally grateful that Jordan Poole was a guy I listed as a stay-away guy on this podcast, specifically because there was always this, this, this fleeting hope that was... What if Jordan Poole takes 25 shots a game? What if he takes 25 shots a game and averages 30 points a night because there's just nobody else there? That was the upside. And if that clicked, then you're talking about a guy that justified his fourth round ADP. Because that was like, okay, this guy could be top 25 in a perfect world. But we had just, literally, just seen it last year that Jordan Poole has gaping... Messy holes in his fantasy game. And yes, I said that in a disgusting way just to make sure you guys were paying attention. Last year with the Warriors, he averaged 20 points a game and he was still just barely inside the top 50. It wasn't like he wasn't getting opportunity with the Warriors in an offense that was built to get everybody wide open at the three point line. And he was still a train wreck. Bad defensive stats, bad rebounding, bad turnovers, horrible field goal percent. He had so far to go. He needed to get back to his percentages from the previous year on a higher volume. And I thought to myself, nah. Now I'll admit, when draft season opened, when draft season opened, Jordan Poole had a pre-rank on Yahoo!, In the 60s. And at that spot, I said, all right, I might think about this. Because that was a sixth rounder. And again, sixth round is not a throwaway pick. But I thought, like, perfect universe, top 25, top 30. Terrible universe, top 150. I could justify that type of risk in the sixth round. I cannot ever justify that kind of risk in the fourth round. And you guys definitely don't need me to go through the dudes that were getting drafted near Jordan Poole, because you already heard me talk about Tyrese Maxey and Scotty Barnes, and they went behind him. Other guys that were drafted almost in a dead heat, if you were just like, take somebody boring, Porzingis, Jamal Murray, Vooch, DeRozan. Oh yeah, it hurts, I know. I shouldn't even do this part of the exercise uh, the nice thing about all of this, of today's show, is uh, that I have one, on like nine cash teams, I have one of any of these guys, and it's Jordan Poole on an 11-cat league where I thought his volume would be good enough, and even there he's been a disaster. All I was, I was punting field goal percent, and all I wanted was a guy who was going to take a ton of shots and then miss however many of them, and he didn't even, he didn't even, not even taking shots. You guys really wanted me to have Andrew Wiggins on this list, but he's not going to be there. Uh, honorable mentions, and I didn't want to put these on the main board because I thought they'd be uh, in, kind of an uncool move. and I, So I put them on a, a side slide here that I'm calling. Did you think this was a points league? And these were guys that should have been pretty obvious, but they had ADPs. Zion Williamson, Paolo Banchero, RJ Barrett, Jordan Clarkson, and Julius Randle. These guys got drafted somewhere across the board, even in nine category leagues. Yes, even Julius Randle, folks in the chat room, he's ranked, uh, I think, outside the top 120, but again, these are honorable mentions only because their uh, their numbers are built so heavily um, on being bad at one specific category. So that's that's the issue there. Like, Julius Randle's number 120, but he's very good in points, boards, assists, Bad in defensive stats. He's bad because he's bad in the three points league categories. And Paolo Moncaro is bad in the three points league categories. And RJ Barrett, same story. Zion, bad in two of them. Clarkson, bad in two of them. This is... These guys don't count. These guys, I can't call them the worst picks of the year because presumably, if you were drafting them, you were either A, in a points league, or B, like... If you're drafting Zion, you were punting free throws. Uh, if you were drafting if Randall, you were probably punting free throws. If you're drafting Clarkson, you were probably punting field goal. Like, these were guys, not like the ones we just discussed. Scoot, Giddy, Poole. Those guys are not good, basically, no matter what you're punting. These are the weirdo punt guys who still get drafted in 9-cat leagues, even when teams are not really punting. And I don't fully understand it, but I wanted to get them on the board. And Andrew Wiggins probably does belong on some kind of honorable mention here. Um, thing about Wiggins is that uh he was drafted pretty late like right around right around scoot and um technically he's been a little bit better than scoot and scoot was number three on this list so Wiggins couldn't possibly have been in the top three if you guys sort of follow the the circuitous logic of getting there. Um, So if Wiggins was slightly better than Scoot, and Scoot was the last name I got on this board, then he couldn't have done it. So yes, if there was an honorable mention slide, Wiggins would almost definitely be on it, but I didn't do an honorable mention slide because, I don't know, I felt like I had picked on enough people already, and that was that. All right, thank you, chat rumors. That was really fun. I loved seeing you guys just yelling in all caps about this stuff. I would encourage anybody who finds this show after the fact, post some comments if you guys want to like, vent about someone else you drafted, if you take issue with the way I rank these guys, whatever. This was supposed to be silly and fun. I hope it was. I didn't mean to make anybody feel bad. Let's have a lovely rest of our whatever the hell day of the week this is. It's Tuesday, but you can listen to this anytime you want. And I'll be back tomorrow to recap the, uh, the night's card. Have a great day, everybody. I'm at Dan over on social. Sportsethos.com is the website. This is Fantasy NBA Today. I'll see you guys, obviously, too, at the Trade Deadline live show that I'm going to be yelling at you about over on social media as well. That's coming up February the 8th, 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. The games are starting right now, actually, live as I speak. This is tip. Let's do it, baby. Let's have a good night.